It was in the forecast. It was fully expected. We had been warned and we did brace ourselves for it. But apparently, that did little to dampen the surprise. It's still so unbelievable that it's actually kind of funny, even. Here in Korea, it turned from autumn to winter, literally overnight, and it is shockingly cold for real. Yesterday's morning low in Seoul was 8 degrees Celsius, and that's where the temperature stayed throughout most of the day. This morning, we started the day at minus 7 degrees Celsius. The warmest point of the day is not warm at all, at minus 3 degrees. In other words, the mercury dropped a whopping 15 degrees Celsius in a single day. It's really no wonder that there are people joking about Elsa from the movie Frozen making a surprise visit to Korea last night. I mean, we knew winter was on its way, but who knew that it would be here in such a hurry? It almost feels like we've been ambushed by winter on this last day of November. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Ailey with her song, Sweater. Such great vocals on that one. You know how sometimes we think we are ready for something, but when it actually really happens, we, I mean, we're ready. We're still flabbergasted because it's so much more than we expected. Sometimes it's to the point where we just can't help laughing out loud, thinking, ha, no way. I guess, wow, that was no joke. That forecast was truly right. I mean, I knew last week, right, that today was going to be in the minus. But wow, now that it's here, oh boy, that air is cold. Definitely, yes, this morning felt like this kind of, ha, huh, it's so cold, it's almost funny. All day, people are asking, what? Seriously? This is how winter comes overnight? Just like that? <laughs> well, I sincerely hope you're all staying warm, getting out those warm, warm sweaters on this last day of November. It does make me wonder, though. I wonder if it was just us. Or did this happen only in Korea? Or maybe this sudden temperature shift is happening in other parts of the world? How did your winter begin where you are? Or is it winter at all? Tell me all about it as you also tell me where you are and what you're doing because our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. Don't forget to also send in your song requests and as usual, I'm waiting for your sayonde stories and anecdotes about anything and everything else as well. Nothing's too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, write on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com 
slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 to send an MMS message. Now, today being Wednesday, yes, Kayo Top 10 will be coming up in part two of the show. So I hope you all join us for our mini musical trip back in time. All right, I'll be back with the roll call after this. Here is Kim Pil with 겨울이 오면, When Winter Comes. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it is 5.22 p.m. and it's chilly. It is chilly, we talked about that, right? Minus 3 degrees is the high here. But on the upside, it's super clear, wonderful crisp air, and we had some sun as opposed to the gloomy days we had before. So, hey, there's always a give and take. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeoido, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our roll call so that I can find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to the show, of course. Where are you? Jungsook72 writes, DJ Lena. I'm on my way home from work early because something came up at home. The wind feels even chillier now that it's evening. I guess it's time for the padded jacket now. <laughs> Always be careful not to catch a cold and make sure to dress warm. Yes, we all have to be on alert now because, yes, cold flu season is going to be ramped up because of this very stark change in temperature always throws our bodies off so I hope everybody stays warm as well. Alright, Lim Toy writes, one of my friends returned to Korea from Japan and established Korea's first bicycle messenger company. He posted a frozen bottle this morning showing me winter is coming in Seoul. Not so cold in Japan yet, like I left this comment in short sleeves. <laughs> I want to shout out to my friend's courage. All right. How wonderful. Congratulations to your friend, a bicycle messenger company. Sounds very eco-friendly. <laughs> and yes, those frozen bottles is no joke. It's true. It's very, very cold outside. Like, we have puddles of water that are frozen on the street. Short sleeves. Mmm. Can't even imagine. LAM36E writes, Hola, DJ Lina. I'm drinking my coffee right now. And I'm searching for a new K-drama to watch. Ha ha. Can't wait to hear you today. Alright, hope you're enjoying the broadcast. Hope you found a really nice K-drama. If you can't find a K-drama, well, you know, I'm going to plug our OFD and Chill segment. It's every Tuesday. You can check out past podcasts and uh, hear Professor Cynthia uh, talking about some of her suggestions. And maybe one of those will pique your interest. Listener Chung Tekken writes... The wind is so strong, I feel as though I may be blown away. My hands are cold like icicles. 
and the wind making its way in between my neck and my scarf are so, so cold. I'm on the bus because of the subway strike. Oh, all right, yes, we can't even be underground. Gotta be overground waiting for that bus. Well, I hope you get into that warm bus soon and you're on your way home nice and toasty. Amir Jamil writes, Hi, Lena. How are you? I am Amir Jamil from Pakistan. I am at work now in university. All right, I hope work is going very well over there. Thank you for taking the time to let us know where you're listening from. All right, song requests. Our first request comes from listener Pang Myung-nim, who writes, 안녕하세요, 정연씨. It's been a while. The weather's gotten so cold. It had been so nice up until just last week, too. Well, two weeks ago, a friend of mine visited me from Taiwan. It was the first time that we've seen each other in three years. Together, we traveled here and there within Seoul, ate lots of yummy foods, even took a trip to Jeju Island together. It was fun because it was my first trip in such a long time, but I think I was happier because I was with my friend. 20 years ago, I helped out a Taiwanese tourist find directions in Myeongdong, and we crossed paths three more times after that day. That serendipitous meeting led us to be great friends until this day and dawn. I used to visit Taiwan once a year, and it was so sad that I couldn't for the past few years, but thanks to her visit, I had such a fun and happy week. Request song, 친구 by 담소는 공방. Oh, what a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing. Just a chance meeting in the busiest, one of the busiest tourist districts in Seoul, right in Myeongdong. A chance meeting, someone asking for directions, turning into more chance meetings, turning into a decades-long friendship. I love that. How inspiring. We'll definitely think about your story as we listen to your song. And listener... Meridiana writes, Hello, DJ Lena. I want to request I Use 8. I dedicate this song to a friend who lives so far from me. Thank you, DJ Lena. <laughs> so we've got one song request about friends, one song dedicated to a friend. Let's listen to them right now. First up, Tamsone Gongbang with Chingu, friend, followed by I You and her song 8 featuring Suga. 함께여서 고맙고 이해해줘서 고마워 우리 같이 한 시간 8 by IU featuring Suga and before that we heard 담손의 공방 with their song 친구 or friend really beautiful lyrics on that song right even though we are living separate lives let's be happy today uh, definitely songs I can relate to with uh, so many of my friends living far away from me as well. All right, let's get to more messages. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, Hi, Nuna. May I suggest uh, the fourth photo of this series with no mask, if it's live airing tomorrow? On Monday, I got to make two new friends. I had another job interview on that day, and there was one more applicant in the waiting room. While waiting for the interview, we chatted a lot about our life as a job seeker. I guess it somewhat relieved us both from getting nervous. In the evening, 
I was on my part-time job and met another part-timer. He works on weekends usually, so it was my first time seeing him. He was a young boy who's also struggling to find what he wants to do in the future. We ended up chatting like over one hour on the street after getting off. Usually, talking a lot with newly met ones isn't a thing I used to do nor prefer, but I found it quite amusing on that day. Wow, yes, that usually doesn't happen more than once a day, more than, you know, once in a blue moon, but to you, twice in one day. That is quite amusing and quite lovely. What a wonderful serendipitous kind of event for you, meeting two new friends. I love that. I miss just striking up conversation with people on the street. Yeah, you never knew where that conversation would go. Listener, here I am, 0203 writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. It's been over a month since the Tigum concerts ended. On the first day of the concert, you said someone should find out when you started singing the song. Tone Nara is an encore number. So, I did. Oh, you did not, did you? <laughs> the first time you sang the song was in 2003 at the finale concert. Ah, right, that's probably right at January, or maybe even in the year. <clears throat> January 1st, I think, maybe. Now, after that, you sang the song on and off until 2011's concert, Jogum do Kakai. After which, you sang it at every concert except for one, and then it was left out this time. Well, there you have it. <laughs> there we go. So it was almost like a, I guess it was a 12-year, 12, 12 no, 11-year kind of run with Chonada as my encore song. I do believe the one time we left it out was for a winter concert where we did winter songs instead. I do think that was one of the Let It Snows. Yeah, I had been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'll have to um, wonder if I'm going to bring it again or make a new tradition. Not sure yet, but, you know, with the new year coming, maybe we should look into the future. Well, thanks for letting me know. Now we are all not curious. We know what's that going on with that. I do remember I, I'd sing it for the first time in 2002-2003 because I performed with Hamchino, who was a member of Shingo Chunjang. Not at the time of that album, but still, there was a lot of meaning there to sing it. Tepe Wern writes, Hello, DJ Lena. Today is my ninth wedding anniversary. I recall writing to you last year to tell you about my 8th wedding anniversary. Wow, I cannot believe in the blink of an eye, one year has passed. Time really flies. To be honest, I am not an easy person to live with. <laughs> I do have my own quirks and foibles. With that, I have to give props to my husband for tolerating a lot of my idiosyncrasies all these years. For the past few years, we've both gone through the vicissitudes of life together, and I have to admit that I am grateful to him for being by my side. Hence, may I request any of Lena Park's songs that fit the occasion so that I can dedicate the song to my husband for our wedding anniversary? Thank you, Lena. Oh my, well, any, you know, um, love ballad from my song... Well, uh, I, I have to do request one song for you. I think um, 
one song that I wrote called Ku also about a long, long-term relationship. That would be kind of nice. But speaking of my songs, we have a request for my song from another listener who writes, uh, this is from listener R, uh, Ryon SS88, who writes, Wow, Jungyeon and you are beautiful as usual today. Well, I toured the hospitals today and went to a bank to make a savings account. I was so sad after being diagnosed with thyroid cancer a while back, but now that the surgery is a month away, I've been doing well, trying out a lot of things that I've wanted to do or couldn't do. I'll be back next year in better health, and for now I want to request your song, Song for Me. All right. Well, I think Song for Me would be also a really nice song um, where we're talking about not having any regrets in our lives. Uh, I do hope you have a wonderful and successful surgery. Dion S.S. Pai Oh, and uh, yes, beat that cancer. Please, please, please. I hope the song helps not only for you, but also for Taipei Horn's special occasion. So let's listen. Here's me, Park Jung-hyun, with Song for Me. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listeners, Xylitol323 writes, Onni, your new hairstyle is perfect for you. It's so cold today. I do like moderately cold and clear weather, but I'm sad to see autumn go. Yes, it's time, it's time. Although, I can't really complain. Autumn was kind of long and it was nice. It was nice, so I'm grateful for what we had. Yeah, and ready to kind of now bundle up, get used to um, long underwear and padded coats and scarves and mittens. It's okay. That's all fun in and of itself, I think. Yubi Nico writes, It's so cold. I don't want to go to work out this evening. You, you. Mm. <laughs> well, do what you can do. Mm-hmm. It'll take us a little time to adjust. Yumi Jung writes, Wah, chuo Will white snow come? The kids are already waiting for snow. Ah, see, yes, children are very excited when winter comes because here in Korea we do have some snow to look forward to. John mm-hmm. Daniel 9 writes, 안녕하세요, Lina Nuna. I saw the news that the first snow came today, but I don't want to acknowledge it. Because I haven't seen it with my own eyes yet. It really became winter overnight. Because of the cold air, the car is lighting up the tire check lights. I got my health checkup today, and even though I'm older, needles are still always painful and scary. It's supposed to be even colder tomorrow, and I just got my winter clothes out this morning. I guess it's really time to say goodbye to autumn. 누나도 감기 조심하세요. Yes, everybody, let's uh, look out for our health. This is exactly the best time to catch a cold, isn't it? So, gotta be careful. Oh, there's just some people who just can't take those needles. But yes, they are a necessary unpleasantry. Um, it's all for a very good cause to make sure that you are nice and healthy. So hopefully that's compensation. All right, Johnny4900 writes, Hello. I was super tired coming home from work and took a nap 
that ended up being a full eight hours. So I just happened to wake up in time for the live broadcast today while I get up and have time before my commute for once. Oh, wow. So nice and well-rested and joining us for the live show. That's nice. Well, well, we welcome you and hope you're enjoying the broadcast so far. Blue92 writes, Hello, DJ Lena. I'd like to request secret numbers. Tap. Thank you and have a nice day. All right, thanks for your song request. We'll all listen to it right now for our next song. Here's Secret Number with their song, Tap. different but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe it's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection one k-pop track and one non-k-pop track it's parallel universe Today we'll listen to two songs that share the title, Always Be There. First up is the K-pop song, Always Be There, by Brown Eyed Soul. Ever since their debut in 2003, the quartet has been living up to their name, gifting us with wonderful, soulful music. Their song, Always Be There, was a part of their fourth studio album entitled Soul Cook which dropped in 2015. This is a ballad number that exudes warmth, which we can really use here in Seoul today. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. Carefully listen to my heart, my slightly belated confession to this song for you. That'll become a sweet dream at the end of your long day. Even when far, please call me. When sad days come, no matter when, I'll hold you and keep you warm, filling up your heart. Always be there. All right, it is warm, huh? It's a warm feeling to know that someone is there for you. As for our non-K-pop parallel of the day, we will listen to Always Be There by English DJ, record producer, songwriter, and remixer Jonas Blue, and British pop singer and the winner of X Factor, Louisa Johnson. The two artists' collaborative single was released in September of this year and was touted as one of the most exciting records to close out the summer. The song goes like this. I'm never, ever going to let you go. Never going to be alone. Even when the world starts to fade, I know you want to hide it all and carry on. No one knows there's something wrong. You gotta believe when I say trust in me because I'll always be there. I won't leave. Nope. I'll always be there. When you need a shoulder for your weakness, I will always be there. All right. These two songs, um, it's kind of a, like a a double assurance that someone's always going to be there for you. Lovely. Let's listen to them right now. Always be there by Brown Eyed Soul and always be there by Jonas Blue 
and Louisa Johnson. Always Be There by Jonas Blue and Louisa Johnson. And before that, it was Brown Eyed Soul with their song, Always Be There. Two different genres, two different ways, one message. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Coming up in part two, it is OFD's version of Kyo Top 10. I hope you don't change that channel and you'll join us. But first, I'll wrap up part one of the show with one more song. Here is Komjongtima, The Black Skirts, with Antifreeze. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we'll be hopping on a time machine, traveling back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top Ten. I'll be back with Liz after a short song break. Here is Kara with their brand new song, When I Move. I'm standing on the edge, and gajang no pungo seso. Y'all ready for this? Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kyle. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS 2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayu Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but way back when Wednesday. We're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old school K-pop, which is also known as and in the studio with me to guide us, it is our very own OFD staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hi, Liz. How hi, are hi. you? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. good so the cold hit you today. How did it hit you? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a polar bear or penguin or whatever animal. Uh, I think my sister would argue that I look more like a seal. but Oh, I no. like them. <laughs> I like all of them, so You're I can cute. choose. But the only reason... Oh, thank you. I just <laughs> heard that in my head. Um, but uh, the only reason I uh, retracted the polar bear a bit yeah. was because it's very white. I am not. Oh, the bears being white? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the polar bears. Yeah. They are majestic creatures. Though. They are. They really are. Although they do have darker skin. Anyway. <laughs> they do, actually. Yeah. Um, to protect, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, from the cold. Um, well... Uh, I don't hate it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I get to pull out actually my winter stuff, right. and um, it's like the novelty of it all is is keeping uh, me from getting too annoyed with the cold, right. which will happen eventually. I'll just get annoyed. Yeah, I I don't get annoyed <laughs> with the cold. I get annoyed with the heat. heat. Yeah, but yes. then today, yeah. uh, this morning, I actually had to step outside mm-hmm. uh, earlier than usual, mm. and I I felt 
the chill mm-hmm. on my ears. Oh. And I was like, because, you know, everywhere else is pretty much bundled yeah, up. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not bothered by the cold because I am warm, like dressed warm enough. Sure. And But, you know, my ears are exposed. Yes. So I was like, oh, it feels like my ears are going to fall off. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I feel about winter. Oh, I wish I could feel that way. I'll try and channel some of that and remember that. Mm. Um, but I agree. I was, I'm dressed pretty warm. Everything's flannel lined mm-hmm. that I'm wearing today. <laughs> right. And so I'm prepared. I'm mm. prepared. And, you know, we have like wonderful flannel lined clothes and yeah. long I mean, underwear and technology stuff. Technology so. with, you know, yeah, we got the tools. garments. Yeah. Have yes. come a long way. We are all warm. And yeah, I did, um, feel it when one of our listeners wrote their hands felt like icicles. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it does feel like it, but I mean, it's not a, unpleasant thing for you. No, not really. Whereas it yeah. is a, maybe unpleasant for other people. Right. I mean, I would notice. Yes. And, you know, I I would mm-hmm. make a mental note by thinking, oh, yeah. so my fingers do feel like ice. Oh, they do feel like ice. Okay, moving on. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, I got to channel, some of, that. channel I, some of that. I need to learn to reverse that in summer. In the summertime. Yeah. It's true. Right. Or apply that to the summertime. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been trying. Oh, but... I feel like my ears are melting off. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. That already sounds I'm unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing, actually, especially being in Korea, such a four-season country. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 degrees Celsius difference in six months. Gosh. Fun stuff. That is wacky. Yeah. That is that is unfathomable. And for me, one degree Celsius, because it's so much more substantial than a Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. it's, you know, there, it's a big difference between just like one, two degrees because make, right, make a difference right. in how you feel. Yeah. But uh, even just like the 15 degree drop in one day, yeah. that was pretty crazy. When you put it that way, 50 degrees in six months feels like nothing. <laughs> it feels it feels like it tracks a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing. Well, but, uh, <laughs> it has been very unusual this year, and yeah. we do have the global climate change to blame for right, that, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So we have to just stay on our toes, I mm-hmm. believe. We've got our usuals here, and every I see lots of hearts and emojis. Oh. Yep, we've got Tepe Warren saying, hello, hello, Liz, and uh, lots of emojis there. And oh. we've got Chung Sung Update 2000 Lahab 82, and Alicia's joining us as well. Bonsoir. All right. Uh, What is... I Now, I know we have a theme, so I'm just going (laughs) to let you take it away. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. It's really blatant and, you know, just staring at you in your face. Um, (laughs) So I will tell you how I got to this, though, Mm -hmm. because initially this wasn't my first pick of list. Mm. I I do have another list stored away for a rainy day. Okay. Actually, it's not going to be a rainy day. It's going to be a good day. Okay. Save it for a really good day. Right. So I... This was, uh, this list came up the second time I was going through the charts throughout mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. And I happened upon uh, the song Hwang Orang Go Baek by Yoon Soo Il, which mm. was released in 1986. So I was basically looking at the chart of last week of November slash first week of December right. charts mm-hmm. throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And in, the, in that chart of 1986, I saw that song and then I was like... In the back of my head, yeah. I was just thinking, there are like thousands of songs with the title, uh, the word Quebec in their oh, titles, right? Yes. And then it got to my, uh, me thinking just last year, they yeah. even had a project. Right. Uh, Quebec project is what it was called. Basically, that. there were four different 
four or five mm-hmm. number of different songs uh, from the 90s mm-hmm. that uh, more recent singers were covering. Right. They, they, they were all literally just titled Kobek. Right. So now I'm assuming, I haven't been to a Dorebang in years, but I'm assuming <laughs> when you go to the Ko section yeah. in the book, there's going to be a page full of Kobeks. Kobek, that's true. Yeah. Not only the originals, but then it's respective covers, covers yeah. and etc., etc. Et Not to mention there's just a lot of different songs. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, well, I could concentrate on Kobek and see how many of Kobek songs mm-hmm. were chartable yeah. and also, you know, just popular in right. general. Okay. Um, and uh, I somehow uh, found a lot of Kobek songs with uh, an adjective in front. Uh-huh. So I decided to use that okay. and also maybe go through the years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to be hopping. Decades. Hopping decades. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to be hopping decades, but all uh, centered around um, the, the title, the word Kobek, Kobek uh-huh. which in and of itself... Um, begs kind of an explanation. I've always yes. had problems with this. I word. always have. It's problematic. Problem. It is because so dictionary definition of the Korean word kobek, well, dictionary as in Korean English, Korean yes. English dictionary would right. say confession, and that is a right a translation. Yeah, yes, because it is basically so. English definition of the English word confession is yes. a formal statement admitting that one is guilty of a crime. Right. And that is the same definition we would have for a kobek in Korean too. But uh, in the context of song, most songs, most songs. and um, also, I mean, in, in practical use too, a lot yes. of people use the word kobek to express uh, uh, admittance of good feelings for someone. Right. You know, like, I am guilty of liking you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with you. <laughs> I'm in love with you. Saying that is yeah. called kobek yes. in Korean. Mm-hmm. And I've never questioned that when I was listening to it in Korean. Right. But when I, ha- ha- when I found myself having to translate yeah. song titles kobek into confession, I was like... It wasn't working. It is not a crime. No. You know? So... Um, it's not a confession of guilt per se, but it is... Uh, a profession of feelings. Right. You know, so I actually was like, okay, so what What about profession? And right. I uh, did a ser- dictionary search of profession. Mm-hmm. And that's actually apparently admi- uh, uh, claiming uh, something that is not true. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so maybe that's not okay, a so good that doesn't word work for either. the uh, confession or profession of love either. So I thought maybe we might want to use words like confide okay or declare declaration of love yeah. or reveal revelation of yeah, love okay so. a proposal proposal has a double meaning That's though right because you know when we say proposal We're it just sounds proposing like something yeah Quebec uh, is just a a revealing of your feelings. Right. Like, you know, as if you want nothing in return. It's true. As if. <laughs> yeah. So it's true. Um, if you are, like, literally, like, confessing a crime or going mm-hmm. to confession in a church, mm. we would also say Quebec, exactly. But that's only one type. That's true. But in the context of, of music, it's usually, um, I'm, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But the act of it. Exactly. Yeah. So... It's always been a bit of uh, many, one of many of my pet peeves. Little pet peeves. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Um, now that I had a chance to, you know, kind of clear the air with it, I'm yeah, 
Sounds I think good. We're ready to move on to the songs. Absolutely. Um, let's, so let's dive right in. What's our very first song for the day? We're going to go right into the 70s. Nice. And listen to a song called Men Tom Kobek. Oh. Um, the very first confession is my translation for the title, mm. and it's by Song Changsik. And I decided to uh, make it the first song of the segment because mm-hmm. it is Men Tom Kobek. That's true. <laughs> it is it the is very first. The very confession. first yeah. confession. Or revelation, or, (laughs) you know, um, declaration. declaration. Um, But the thing is, um, he never really gets to make it. Yes. Uh, I'll get to the lyrics in just a little bit, but uh, as, uh, I mean, listeners uh, who are fans of this segment, Top 10, already know that I am a huge fan of Song Chang-shik, and I uh, dive at every chance I get to play his songs. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so he... Debuted as a part of a duo with mm-hmm. Yoon Young-ju and only became a solo artist after Yoon Young-ju and uh, himself broke the band or broke up the band, mm-hmm. uh, which was called Twin Folio. Right. And uh, it was in 1970, the year 1970, that he became known as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, he is also touted by many musicians of that era as like the best. Mm-hmm. guitarist of the era as mm, well. Not only a wonderful singer, but mm-hmm. a wonderful instrumentalist. Right, and a great singer-songwriter yes, as well. Yes, true too. Um, and uh, this song was a part of his, it looks like his fourth solo album, but mm-hmm. You know, with folks back in the 70s, it's really hard to tell which album came first or which album was Golden Hits and right. which album was just like a outlier. And, you know. Yes, I did find that confusing yeah, as well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I will admit that, I will confess. Yes. <laughs> sometimes it's really confusing to find out exactly what year the album was released right. because the records are not kept very religiously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I could find, this was part of an LP that was released in November Mm -hmm. of 1976. Oh, and very Mm -hmm. timely at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as I mentioned, the song uh, is about uh, plans of making a quote-unquote confession. Right. Um, And it's so sweet and Mm -hmm. so cute Mm -hmm. uh, because he starts off by saying, "Um, would it be okay if I told her? Mm. Would it be be okay if I told her that I love her mm-hmm. um, and he goes on to explain that it takes him a day okay. two days okay. and three days uh-huh. to make up his mind oh. wh- whether he should tell her or not right and you know he's finally facing her and just just thinking about the act of confessing, confessing. Uh, you know makes a week go by two yeah. weeks and three weeks um, and yeah, and he just goes, the very first confession is so hard. Yeah. So hard. And I feel like a fool sweating and, mm-hmm. you know, unable to say it and unable to get it out of my mouth. And tomorrow, mm-hmm. when I see her, I will tell her for right. sure. For sure. But reading the room, yes. it takes me a year, two years, three years. And reading the room, 눈치만 살피다가... A lifetime goes by. A lifetime yeah. goes by, and the declaration was never made. Well, so far, 
but you know, but a lifetime has gone by. No, I, I think it's an expression. That's of, true. You know, like, like he feels like, like it's gonna take a lifetime right. to get there. So, but Building I love how he's like mm-hmm. a day, two days, or three days, yeah. and then a week, two I'm weeks, and then yeah, a month, yeah. two months, three. So it's also very cute in that he's been in love for so long, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know he's just you know kind of twiddling his thumbs yeah. and unable to uh, bring it out and. Mm-hmm. The song itself is so uh, so quintessentially 70s. Yeah, yeah. Um, that it reminds you of all those really, you know, like carpenters and, you know, right. those sounds. Yeah, and it's yeah. just so sweet, so cute. And yes, it's really hard to imagine Song Chang-sik being young. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just because I was born when I was and he was born when he was, right? right? But, um, you know, when you imagine the protagonist of the song mm-hmm. as someone in their late teens or mm-hmm. early 20s, it's so cute. It's so cute and it's so mm-hmm. accurate. So accurate, too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Anyone who has experienced jaksarang or mm-hmm. one-sided love, the, this aching, like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and so Song Chang-chi, here he is capturing that with his song. We're going to start things off now here with Min Chong Kobek, the very first confession. <laughs> That was Min Chong Kobek, the very first confession by Song Chang Shik. Taepyeon says the sizzling sound in the background adds more oomph to the mm-hmm. song. Of course, it is from the LP, um, right. digitized um, audio of the LP, because that was only available on the LP. Of it course, sounds more classic. It well, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a, it's there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, um, a couple listeners. Um, Let's see, J.S. Lee in Update 2000. They're kind of honing in on this sort of, like, 50s Western pop retro, Mm -hmm. we call bubblegum pop, retro rhythm that is present in this song. Exactly that, arpeggiating kind of rhythm in the back. And um, says, oh, it sounds like Oh, it sounds like uh, Hanseng, but... uh, it sounds like Yoon Jin. <laughs> well, who was very deliberately was trying to capture right. that era. Mm-hmm. And even though the song is from the 70s, this is also being a little nostalgic with the whole... Yeah, it's like retro of the 70s. <laughs> yes, retro in the 70s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you guys are all not far off. Mm-hmm. You're um, picking up uh, on that fact. Good ears, guys. But the very beginning... That... Yeah, immediately takes me to only. Yeah. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And yeah. in, in a bunch of a lot of different songs actually right. in that era. That's like mm-hmm. back in the fifties, too. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Poodle skirts. Oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah. All righty. That was our very first confession. We're gonna move on to our second confession. Yeah, we're gonna get ecstatic. Because <laughs> <laughs> the next song is the reason I got to compile all this together. Mm-hmm. Hwang or Ecstatic Confession. I did also find another um, uh, translation for the title, which was mm-hmm. Fascinating Confession. Oh, I like um, Ecstatic better. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I think it's better, uh, it's a better fit for the word Hwang Yes. Uh, this song will make us jump 10 years mm-hmm. into 1986 because mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier it was released in 1986 and yeah. I did uh, bring the song to Gaya Top 10 before mm-hmm. uh, because it was a number one song back in October of that year mm. and um, not only are we uh, changing 
you know, mood of the confession itself. Yeah. But the song changes completely, too, because this is, like, uh, quintessential, once mm -hmm. again, 80s. And mm -hmm. not just any 80s, but 80s Korean. Ah, uh, Korean it's, 80s. It's yes. an amalgamation of rock. Bongjak. Mm Bongjak. -hmm. Or trot. Mm -hmm. And uh, a little bit of dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yep. it's got that beat there. It's got yeah. that, um, and you know, a little bit of Elvis move in there, just because you know we're talking about the fifties. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's one of those songs that made Yunsuir who he is today. Mm -hmm. um, it was a part of his fifth album, and uh, he wrote the song himself. And I guess I did mention this the last time too, but uh, it became. Uh, it, it it I guess it didn't really have a second win, but a lot of more younger people got to know the song mm -hmm. thanks to a drama uh, that you know focused on 1988. Right, because, right, uh, the Reply series, right? right? None yeah. other than the uh, ever so talented Damiran yeah. <laughs> had a, a rendition of this song in that <laughs> nice. series. Um, and this song is actually about a confession that was not made mm -hmm. that the protagonist wants to make now. Even, ah. Yeah, he says, it's not too late yet. Mm -hmm. So he wants to make that ecstatic confession of love mm -hmm. uh, that I will love you and you only forever from now on um, if you come back to me. Oh, yeah, okay. so there's a condition. If I know. you come back, I will make this confession uh, <laughs> uh, that I will love you forever and ever. I see. Hwangoran. Mm Hwangoran. -hmm. That's a tough one, too. I think uh, one of the reasons that he decided on the word Hwangoran is because it starts with um, in the streets where the neon signs are blaring. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Under the street lamp lights. Mm. So it's like, it paints you a picture of those 80s streets oh, with yeah, absolutely. pink and blue and uh, green, green neon lights because, yeah. you know, that's yeah. all technology could offer at the time. Little like a, a Korean version of their uh, Koreans' own little city pop mm -hmm. going on, a little yeah. urban setting there. Mm. Cool, let's listen. Here's Yoon Suyeol with Hwangorang Gobek Ecstatic Confession. That was Hwangoran Gobek, Ecstatic Confession by Yoon Suyeol. If you're just tuning in, this is OFD's very own version of Gaio Top 10. Today we're time hopping throughout the decades, mm -hmm. listening to different kinds of Gobek or Confessions, confessions declarations, declarations, revelations, revelation, proposals, right. <laughs> so on and so forth. So on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But these are so far mm -hmm. um, really about telling somebody, hey, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the way you put it. I like I you. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> right, that is a Quebec. Mm -hmm. um, and we had something very ecstatic and flashy. The song was also toe-tapping and flashy. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go to the extreme opposite with our next right. one. Right. It's literally ri literally called non-flashy confession. <laughs> or 화려하지 않은 고백. Unfortunately, I would like the word confession in the end if it's going to be in there at all. But right. uh, Yi decided that the official English title for the song should be Confession is Not Flashy. Right. So that's the official title there. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's the official or the original vocalist of the song, Yi Seung-hwan. Yes. Uh, this song was a part of his third album. So we're going to go into 
to the 90s. Now, early 90s. Mm-hmm. It was released in 1993. Um, and uh, it was a ballad number. Mm-hmm. It was a fun ballad number yeah. by Mr. Oteho, who mm-hmm. both penned and uh, composed the song. Right. Son Jintae was the arranger. And uh, this song also had a bit of a cover uh, fame mm-hmm. more recently uh, by Kyuhyun and also by Bidua Parasol of the Hospital other playlist. Yeah, the other drama series <laughs> by the same team. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, this song is um, exactly what it is. It's not a flashy confession, but it is mm-hmm. a confession nonetheless, nonetheless. And it's a very sweet one. Mm-hmm. Kind of like saying, I want to grow old with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, flowers may wilt, sure. and sure, your beauty may not last forever, mm. but we'll have something better than flowers. Right. We'll have chong or mm-hmm. affection. Affection, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, a sort of a love, I guess. Yes. Um, and I, I, it's funny how he says, I will make this promise without saying any words. Mm is just singing, I guess. <laughs> but he's saying, uh, I will be there for you until your tears all dry up. Right. And uh, I, will, I will protect you until your tears are uh, gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, long from now, maybe uh, we could look back on this day mm-hmm. and uh, share a kiss. Hmm. So words like that make this song a very popular wedding song, I even see. to this day, apparently. Mm-hmm. Although I... I think I'm happy to say that I haven't seen anyone sing the song at their own wedding yet. Mm, yeah. Because they can't. <laughs> Unless you're using one, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not or an Kyuhyun. easy song. Or a Kyuhyun, <laughs> yeah. sure. Or Cho Jung Sok. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite line of the song is, In this big, vastly wide world, mm-hmm. and within this long, long, long time, mm. out of countless people you are the only person i love mm. yeah so mm, well that's still dramatic yeah right, in its it, own way yeah but i mean mm-hmm. i don't know it's not as flashy as Huang mm. I, I guess it's musically less flashy too sure because yeah. you know it's, it's supposed to be a kind of a plaintive mm-hmm. like i'm not going to give you a big show i'm not going to do those dramatic gestures mm-hmm. flowers that you know will have to be thrown out eventually i'm right. going to give you something solid that's gonna last but the My thing feelings. is Isungwan being not flashy is, <laughs> you know, uh, not exactly everybody's standards. I mean, if if you, I haven't had the pleasure yet, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. if you were to see him perform the song at one of his famous concerts, mm-hmm. it's gonna get flashy. It'll somehow be flashy in its mm-hmm. own way. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you're there is flashy yeah. enough, I guess. It's nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very sweet kind of take on, I guess it's a, it can be kind of a di- direct reaction song to Hangwarang Kobek, you know? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I will ecstatically, you know, uh-huh. um, like, I'll come to you, I'm gonna propose to you or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, no, um, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. Talk about the basic things, yeah. here, the things that really last. The things in his, in this character's mm-hmm. um, always, view. Um, it also brings me back to our parallel universe of the day. I will always be there for right. you. Right, that's Basically, what he's saying. That's right. Um, that's right. But yeah, I thought it was also interesting how this song, though not flashy, mm-hmm. uh, was actually more popular than the title track of the album, which was Nege. Mm-hmm. Um, although maybe it did tie with uh, another. It wasn't even a. Uh, 
follow-up, but Dunk Shoot oh, was the, yeah. po- the most popular song of the album. Right. And uh, 화려하지 않은 고백 is actually second, second in line. Yeah. yeah. With the title track being, eh, not as, not as <laughs> Interesting. Huge. Yeah. I think that was a little bit of a misgaging mm, on maybe, Isuwon's part yeah. when picking a title track. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we still have this song that we enjoy in its original iteration that we'll mm-hmm. hear here and in other re- um, remakes as well. Of course. But here we have the original with Lee Seung-hwan performing 화려하지 않는 고백 or Confession is not flashy. Confession is not flashy by Lee Seung-hwan. Nice little laid-back number there for Lee Seung-hwan, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty laid-back there. Mm. Really great arrangement, showing his musicianship. Yeah, I really want to see one of his concerts. <laughs> yeah, and he's still performing. Yeah. You know, he's going strong. Even so. though he's, like, less than 10 years younger than Yoon Sui. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is um, blessed with the genes, mm-hmm. the non-aging genes. Yeah. Um, yes, we've got a lot of hearts and happy emojis here. A lot of people lo- digging this song, Jung Song Ah and La Hab 82. J.S. Jerry's uh, venting a little bit, his personal connection with the song. Oh, yeah, Jerry, as in Jerry, Jerry, go, go. Jerry, Jerry, go, go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Jerry, Jerry, go, go. Yeah, another <laughs> little running sub-theme today. <laughs> All righty, uh, we're going to move on to songs that not only have Quebec in the title, but it is actually just the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Quebec is the title of the song I have for you next. <laughs> it's Confession by Park Kyung, and mm-hmm. this was one of the songs that were covered mm-hmm. last year through the Quebec um, uh, project right. series. Yes, I loved how some of the songs in that project were mm-hmm. given new English titles, mm-hmm. and they just called it "Go Back." Go Back. Yeah, yeah. this one wasn't. This one was yeah. just called "Confession." Confession. Uh, Park of course, uh, debuted as a part of a group first. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she was in one of the competitions in 1995 mm-hmm. as a one half of a duo, right. but they didn't win anything at the time, so I don't think they stuck around. Mm. But she did finally make a full debut in 1997 as the uh, vocalist of the group Toto. The, as in the, the, the yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, she left the group after the second album mm-hmm. and became a solo artist. And she was actually one of the representative vocalists of the trend of modern rock. Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, we had a lot of female uh, front uh, fronted bands at the time mm-hmm. uh, with that modern rock movement, um, but only like Taudim and Cherry Filter stuck around. Right. Uh, all the other ones kind of disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but Park well, they did like really random other stuff. Like, I guess uh, some of the vocalists of those modern rock bands became, you know, like CEOs. And sure. uh, Rollercoaster Chuan-san became a solo artist, but right. she, you know, explored into a completely different genre. Right. And uh, Park Hye-kyung, though, when she became a solo artist, mm-hmm. she just kind of find th- found that niche between modern rock and pop. Mm, I see. Yeah, and uh, she has that quintessential um, late 90s uh, sound that only a few 
uh, stuck to. Mm-hmm. And she has such a unique voice yes, too that it feels like she has her own field and own, own genre to right. a certain point. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, I guess, other bands that we should mention in terms of late '90s and early 2000s modern rock are like Love Holic right. and. Uh, Rumblefish, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a man who was very good at writing songs for those female vocalists, yeah. and that happened to be Kang Young-min mm-hmm. of Love Holic, right? Who, later on for Love Holics, mm-hmm. um, and uh, her song Kobek was actually her. Well, it was a part. It was the title track of her debut album, so I guess her debut solo, solo debut rough. song. Yeah, um, and uh, Kang Young-min. Uh, it, it is actually considered one of Kang Young-min's masterpieces as well. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. So it's not only a song that made Park Hye-young famous, but Kang Young-min famous, famous. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the album also contains my favorite song by Park Hye-young, which is mm, 주문을 걸어. But uh, yeah. we're going to listen to 고백. 주문을 걸어 is good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a very cute song. And yeah. as I mentioned, it was covered uh, last year by Chang Bom-jun yeah. of Busker Busker. Um, and uh, Chu <laughs> of uh, uh, I guess not of you that is on you anymore, but um, yeah, she recently covered the song this year as well for a movie. Oh, this year! Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so that's a new one. It's part of a soundtrack, actually. Oh, I see. A movie I'm looking forward to watching. Oh, actually. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this song we get a girl's point of view, yeah. uh, saying that I should yeah. make the confession. I should really tell him, right? But I hate that I can't. Oh, yeah. we're going back to sort of a similar feeling of Song Chang-shik's song. A little, a little bit, bit. But a different situation in that, well, I guess it's pretty much the same. I yeah. mean, they, um, I don't know how close Song Chang-shik's protagonist had been to his object of affection, yeah. but... In this case, Park Hye-kyung's object, or the protagonist's uh, object of affection, is a friend. Ah, I see. Yeah, so she's contemplating the whole move because yeah. she she doesn't want to ruin what they already have. That's true. Uh, always another dilemma that oh, yeah. many have tackled with. High school, college, you know. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's always there. It's yeah. a very uh, oft revisited theme. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah, and uh, she's actually even questioning. It's like, mm-hmm. I think... I fell for you. Oh. You know, that's a part of the line. It's yeah. like, you're an old friend of mine, but and it kind of feels like mm-hmm. I may have fallen for you, you know? But then um, in the hook, she actually goes on to say, I need to work up my courage mm-hmm. so that I don't have any regrets. Right. But right. at the same time, she's like, but what if I regret saying it right you know oh so, so just stuck in a crazy dilemma mm-hmm. um contemplating her Quebec mm-hmm. to do to not do yep will it is it the right thing to do is it not the right thing to do yeah I'll never know well, well with the in the case of the song anyway yeah we mm-hmm. don't really know what happens but I think also like as in for Sung Chang Shik you know this is a song where she goes little by little bit by bit mm-hmm. I'll you know, come closer to you or right, right. come closer to confessing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe there's a happy ending. Well, I mean, <laughs> in hindsight now I can say it won't matter. Yeah, Just do it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just do it. We want, we're rooting for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her secondary songs, definitely. Here's Park Hye-kyung with Quebec Confession. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
We just listened to Park Hae-kyung with her song "Gobek" or "Confession." Go back, go back. As <laughs> kid, you know, I think there is this. Uh, there is actually a K drama. Yeah, right. Gobek Bubu. Gobek Bubu. Sonojun and Jangnara, I think. Yeah, and mm. it's also the pun is intended. Mm-hmm. Go back. Yeah. Because I think they go back in time. I, yeah, I believe so. And yeah. then Gobek to confess their love for each other again. <laughs> I love English Korean puns. So rare. Then they're very prevalent in K drama. I didn't realize, but oh. it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have time for one more song now. This time, I guess this is the only song in our list today where it is actually a confession. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> mention this is the only song that yeah. makes me happy for the use of the title. Well, thank you, thank you, because <laughs> it's your song. Yes, it's mine. Yeah. Um, so. Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us first. Okay, so it was I'll part of your second album. Mm-hmm. Uh, incidentally, the same album as Chonya Jae. Yes. Uh, but it was actually. That's true. Yeah, uh, the title track of the album was Bong Jungin, but the song that really hit it big was Penjakyo. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, of course, it was released uh, on March 3rd of 1999, <laughs> according oh, to my you. research. Don't remember that at all. <laughs> Um, and it is a song that you wrote yourself. And mm-hmm. when I read that part yeah. during my research, I was going to ask, so mm-hmm. who was it about? Right? Oh. And then I found out that the lyrics were written by somebody else. Yes. Which prompts me to my next question, which <laughs> is, did you get the lyrics first or did you write the song and give it to the lyricist? Oh, I wrote the song first. Mm. Um, and this was the f- one of the first times that I wanted to try and write for the Korean album. Right. Um, now, yeah. before then, I had just written songs on my own, mm-hmm. most of them in English. Mm-hmm. And this was probably one of the first songs that I actually... It is. Yes. <laughs> uh, this song in 이젠 돌려줄게, I think that comes later, right? 이젠 돌려줄게 was uh, on the same album. Was it on the same album? Yeah. So was Ordinary, though, no? Yes, but Ordinary yeah. was one that had been written. Oh, gotcha. And it was just kind of... I have this folder mm. of songs mm-hmm. and it's just been collected and sitting around and I still pull from it now right awesome. like inertia mm-hmm. half right, of that right, came right. from that uh-huh. black portfolio folder oh so um, it's not a computer folder but a physical it's folder it's like actual like a folder oh, wow. that, like when you're in school like the ones you used we would put them in our three ring uh-huh, binder notebooks uh-huh. remember this <laughs> wow I still have it it's in Leah. it's a, basically a 30 year old folder <laughs> It's still and it's still good. Awesome. It doesn't. It hasn't broken down yet. Uh, but this was the first time, first album, my second album mm-hmm. that I wanted to try and start writing. Right. But I didn't know how to write Kaio. Mm. So I was just trying this and that. Right. So I think that's why this doesn't sa- really sound like a typical Kaio. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing I write can really. I think 이젠 돌려줄게 was right. my biggest attempt to be kind of poppy and mm. mainstreamy, but it still doesn't sound. K-poppy, it just even, sounds poppy. <laughs> even so, with 이젠 돌려줄게, I was mm-hmm. actually really surprised to find mm-hmm. out that it was written by yourself. So mm-hmm. It's uh, me trying to be right for the album right. and, and stretch my kind of writing compo- composition mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- this song was fun. I uh, It's all strings. Mm, yeah. And the, yeah, the most important aspect of this song is my first collaboration with Park Young, right. the string composer. Mm-hmm. This is one of her ber- first big kind of string um, co- arranging gigs as well. So mm. she always thanks me for this opportunity. I always thank her for the opportunity. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. But the lyrics came later and... Uh, 
I gave the lyricist free reign on, mm. you know, whatever she could write Was about. there a subject matter or a topic you had in mind when you were writing the melody? Oh, gosh, I actually don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Um, it was like 20-something years <laughs> ago. <laughs> uh, and the, because I wanted to keep it really for the album, I, I had to stop myself from writing lyrics because mm-hmm. usually they come hand in hand. Right. So I made it a point to just keep everything la, 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 right? And I just wanted it to be a blank slate. Mm -hmm. And I actually had a couple things to choose from, but I really liked this song, this Mm. whole, um, gosh, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't love you. (laughs) This is a great subject matter. It is a perfect, like, real confession. It's a real confession. Yeah, a confession Um, to make. Yeah, we're together, but I don't like you. But yeah, I don't have a specific, you know. Mm. There's no, it's fictional. Right, just, right. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> but the the situation isn't fictional. Of course, I've definitely been in this situation, and I'm sure a lot of us mm. have. Like we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. This actually kind of hurts me as much as it's going to hurt you, but probably not as much. Right. But I still feel bad. <laughs> but I do. I <laughs> one more thing. We're running out of time. Yeah, we're but out. one thing. One more thing I wanted to ask you was. When you're singing this, yeah. um, do you imagine the protagonist being really sincere about feeling sorry? Or is it like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're not on the same page. I don't really like you. Oh, no. Sincerely sorry. Mm. To the point where, from personal experience, mm-hmm. like I actually put off and then make the situation worse. Because I can't confess. I, uh-huh. I can't let someone down. Can't go be the best. Men Yeah, it's true. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, I it's completely sincere from mm-hmm. the way that I'm singing it. Yeah. I don't know why, but I guess when I first heard the song back mm-hmm. in 1999, I do remember thinking, um, the second, the latter. Yeah. I was like, oh. Hey, sorry. Yeah. Goodbye. I think this hurts I, me more than you. <laughs> right. So I think back in 1999, that was you know based on my personal Maybe, experience. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, it's not working out. Yeah, <laughs> it's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I just because I could not say it. I was mm. just not bold enough. I wasn't assertive enough. Mm-hmm. So this song was always fun to sing because mm. you f- I felt a little cathartic that right. oh here I am just confessing and you knew exactly what she was trying to say right? yeah, so, absolutely oh, alright yeah and then this is going to round out not only our segment but our show for the day mm-hmm. thank you so much Liz always my pleasure alright taking us out for the day it is me Park Jung Hyun with Kobek Confession thank you all for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow